0: to the Hammer and Nigel show. Jason Amber's right over there. My name is Nigel. Special guests on the drivehubler.com hotline. Tommy Piggott, RNC Rapid Response. Tommy, I don't know about you, but I think Joe Biden just clinched the GOP nomination for Trump with this indictment over the classified documents at Mar-a-Lago. Your 30,000-foot assessment of what you've seen play out over the past uh, 12 to 24 hours.
1: Well, I think the big thing I always try to remember is the broader context of what this is happening in. And, and the fact is that the Biden administration has weaponized the government against political opponents, whether they're parents, whether they're pro-lifers, while at the same time giving a pass to people like pro-abortion extremists that are attacking pro-life organizations, attacking Catholic churches. And there's almost been no sort of prosecution, at least none that I've seen, of these groups. And that's the broader context here where Americans see what seems like Uh, a a situation where where justice is not blind like it should be.
2: Tommy, do you think, though, that most of the country sees that? We're kind of in this bubble. We follow politics very closely. Do you think the average person in a barbershop, in a diner somewhere, sees how the Department of Justice is treating one group of people compared to another?
1: I think they do. I think people see when it comes to censorship, how how certain stories are censored. They see when it comes to, like I mentioned, pro-life groups being targeted and being uh, really targeted by this government and targeted by leftward groups. You see uh, examples of parents being targeted at school board meetings. You also just see in your everyday life, if, even if it's not from the government, how there are certain things you're allowed to say, certain things that you can't say certain opinions that you're no longer allowed to have, the fact that the very concept of debate is now considered taboo in so many elements of society, it's become the the mode of the left now to try to silence opposition through force. That's what they do, regardless of what that force is. And I think most Americans see that, and most Americans have disdain for it because it's really anti-American in a lot of ways.
0: And I think people are waking up. I mean, you know, just look what happened in Loudoun County, Virginia, and how they, first of all, the new governor there, and then, you know, school boards across the country uh, have been changing, and and I think people are also waking up to the fact there's such a double standard in this country. I mean, look at Hillary Clinton, what she tweeted out earlier today, bringing this back in the light of recent news. And it's a link to buy her hat that says, but her emails. They're actively I mean literally actively she's bragging that she got away with the exact same thing that Donald Trump is being indicted for. They're bragging about it and and they're I mean flipping us off. And I think people it's see that. Abso-
1: yeah. I completely agree. it's absolutely ridiculous. It just the arrogance of it, the complete and total arrogance of it is really it's it's striking and I think it's actually horrifying for a lot of Americans. And and the same arrogance that Joe Biden had when he was asked about the FBI document with the alleged bribery scheme that was detailed in, in it by a confidential human informant. Yes. Uh, he, he he said, Where is the money? He flipped it, that was his flippant response. Yep. Where is the money? Well have they checked the bank accounts? <laughs> I mean like there was there was 10, there was ten million dollars according to bank records discovered by the House GOP. million that has gone from various foreign entities to Biden, their associates, and their companies, including while Joe Biden was vice president. So... Where is the money? What a, what an arrogant response when bank records, according to the House GOP and their report, have been uncovered showing a money trail. I, it's such arrogance, and I think Americans are really horrified by it.
2: Where's the money? Hunter probably blew it on hookers and blow. That's where the <laughs> money went. Uh, we're speaking with Tommy Piggott's RNC Rapid Response <laughs> Director. You can see some of his work at RNC Research. Uh, so, again, if you try to explain to somebody, all right, I want to make a movie. I want to make a movie. where the sitting president goes after his political rival the former president and the attorney general is going to be a jilted lover because he didn't make it into the Supreme Court and he blames the Republicans. And then the special counsel is going to be a leftist whose wife was a big donor to the current president and also worked on a documentary for the first lady of the president two presidents ago. Like the more you say this out loud, you start to understand how absurd this is.
1: I mean, every single layer of this just becomes more and more and more absurd. It really is. It's shocking. And then it's also the fact that the media is refusing to put this in the broader context of all of the different Hunter Biden corruption and Biden family corruption, all the different classified documents that Joe Biden himself had. uh, And the flippant response he gave there saying the classified documents were by his Corvette in his garage and therefore safe when we now realize that almost every single member of his family had access to his garage and seemingly free access to his garage. Uh, so it's it's such arrogance, and every single time that there's something new reported about someone with ties to WHO or, or some new corruption element with the Biden family, it just gets worse and worse and worse, and the media is refusing to cover it. And thankfully, we have a House GOP that's ca- starting to connect these dots, has connected a lot of these dots already, and, and I'm convinced that they're – to present a picture to the American people that's unavoidable and that people we just simply cannot deny.
2: And, Tommy, I'm not going to sit here and act like Donald Trump was perfect throughout this whole thing. Donald Trump made some mistakes. Donald Trump could be in trouble. I think a lot of people understand that. But all I think people are asking for is a fair ball game here. If you're going to go after Donald Trump for this, OK, then go after Donald Trump's rival as well because you've got stuff on joe biden you've got stuff on his crackhead son that was using his old man's office to get cash for a little pay for play that's all there we see this they're being investigated for it all i think people are asking for is a fair ball game
1: and i don't think that's too much to ask for for fairness for justice to be blind i mean the idea with democrats now saying no one is above the law according to Democrats, they're above the law. I mean, it's, it's example after example. When it comes to the Biden family corruption, the fact that the media still acts like Biden had no idea what was going on, Joe Biden, it's it's so ridiculous. There's a mountain of evidence that suggests Biden not only knew what was going on, but was involved in it, including text messages, uh, voicemails, on-the-record accounts, photographs, visitors' logs. Almost every single type of evidence you could imagine suggests that Biden directly knew about and was involved in his family's influence peddling scheme. So there's so much evidence there. And with, with the unclassified, with the, excuse me, the classified documents that Joe Biden had himself, there are reports that they were in multiple locations, uh, in moods multiple times over multiple decades, seemingly completely unsecured based off of reports. So there's so much evidence that is being ignored by the media, seemingly ignored by the Biden administration and Biden's COJ. And I think the American people are right just to ask for fairness just to ask for justice to truly be blind and not be weaponized against political opponents
0: and and this is almost a rhetorical question i think we all know the answer but if it was you know eric trump or don jr that set up of spiderweb of LLCs with quote-unquote business partners and was funneling money through, you know, China, Romania, wherever, and, and, and the money was going to the bank accounts of other Trump family members. D- do you think it might have been covered a little differently uh, in the mainstream corporate media? Yeah,
1: hundred percent. All you have to look. I mean, that's it's almost it's 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 beyond belief how differently they would cover it. And the 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 concerning thing or the unfortunate thing is that we don't have to imagine how they would have covered it because they pushed the Russia collusion hoax for years and years and years and years uh, with almost. uh, Well, we now know how much of a hoax that truly was, Uh, and they pushed that, and every single time that someone named Trump. At a meeting with anyone outside the country, it was covered by the media as if it was some smoking gun evidence. Meanwhile, the fact that Joe Biden gave a tour to Hunter Biden's business partners from Mexico in the White House, met with Hunter Biden's business partners while he was vice president, and his family received, according to bank records, Transactions while he was vice president, the media says, "Oh, nothing to see here." I mean, it, the, the the disparity and oh. the, the bias is unbelievable.
2: So, Tommy, one more thing here before we let you go. Again, we're with Tommy Pigott, uh, RNC Rapid Response Director. I believe it was on Wednesday, uh, the Republican National Committee rolled out this plan uh, to get. Early voting going, maybe a little good old fashioned ballot harvesting, legal, of course, just to compete with the Democrats. It's called the Bank the Vote campaign. We talked about it. We played the soundbite of ronna McDaniel talking about why this is important. Is this the right time? Like, should this have been something, Tommy, that started a year ago, or is now the right time to start this Bank the Vote campaign?
1: I think now is the perfect time to start it. I mean, bankyourvote.com, got to go, got to sign up, got to make that pledge to commit to vote early. And the thing is, is that it's actually building on the successes we had in places like California, North Carolina, Florida, where we actually really performed very well in pre-election day voting. And this isn't a supercharge, those efforts. So it's a two-part program. You commit to banking your vote online, and then you can sign up to be a poll watcher, a poll observer, and help in our really unprecedented effort to protect your vote as well. And I think now is an extra important time as people might be feeling discouraged about the state of the country with all these crises and all these news developments. That one of the best ways to start fighting back, and it's so easy to do, is to go to bankyourvote.com, get involved. Join the team that's going to beat Joe Biden. I think that's essential for them to take back our country.
2: Give us a little behind-the-scenes look here, if you can. How much time and strategy has been focused on the fact that, whether you like it or not, the Democrats have been really good with mail-in voting and ballot harvesting?
1: Well, a lot of the laws have changed in several key states, and there is that gap. So it's incredibly important that we bridge that gap. And so there's been a lot of time really working on state-specific efforts to bank your vote because the laws change from state to state, whether that's how you vote early or – what election integrity laws they have on the books. So really state-specific information, working with local parties, working with local stakeholders to really build this out. It's going to be something that we continue to build out going forward. So a ton of time, effort has gone into this, and with a lot of input from people around the country. Uh, And that's just something that's going to continue. We're going to continue building on it, and it's incredibly important. If we bank our votes early, if Republicans come out early – we're going to win the last the last uh sometimes republicans like to wait till the fourth quarter put points on the board when there's all those other quarters uh that we can score mm. and so we need to be putting points on the board the entire time we no longer have election day we have election season and republicans need to bank their votes early
2: tommy Pigott, rnc rapid response director as always we appreciate the chat hey thanks for having me on this is the hammer and nigel show